Oh, it's, it, it's my honor to be here. You guys can sit down. Yeah, yeah that's always a, uh, Sebastian and I joke about that all the time. When I was uh, here in July 2018, Sebastian was like, oh man, some pastors stayed at this place and I'm going to put, put you up here and it's this real nice big house. And so I guess the meeting went late that night or something and uh, <laughs> so he drops me off at this house, you know, and it's dark, it's like a castle. And, you know, I, you, no one's there. It's one of these, uh, like, there's not anybody to check you in. They give me a key. The key looks like it's from the 1800s. I <laughs> uh, open the door. It's like, <laughs> totally dark. No one's there. So I just start roaming the halls, you know. And then, you know, I look out the curtain. It's like a full moon. Then the wolves start howling, and man, it's like, Count Dracula around, I was, <laughs> but um, it's a beautiful place, I'd just like there to be some people in it if I stay there, so <laughs> it was, it was awesome, um, okay, uh, Wendy and the, and the team, I want y'all, I'm gonna, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, I, I, didn't, I didn't know what I was supposed to speak uh, this morning. I really like to be on Sunday mornings when I speak. Um, I really like to stay in the prophetic vein. Um, I don't preach a lot on Sunday mornings like I used to, and so I really like to stay in the prophetic vein, and I've learned that when I don't get anything, I don't force anything. I just wait, and it'll happen. And then the Lord drops something in my spirit uh, probably about an hour or an hour and a half ago. And then I found out what happened in the nine after that. And I think that it's prophetically connected. But this song, Wendy, that y'all were singing that I, that I asked you about, could you bring the team back up? Because I just want to go back into the song. When I was um, sitting there and, and pulling together a couple of other, other scriptures for this word that the Lord gave me, when, you, when we went into this song, what's it called, Wendy? The, Fill this house with your glory. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit like punched me. Like, bam, I came alive. And I just knew that that song is for the Netherlands. That's a prophetic song for the Netherlands, for here. So uh, Ava can, can tell you. I, I, I like, you know, she was in the, I didn't mean to disturb your time with the Lord, but I was like, I was like, Eva, is this, who sings this song? Where's where it? And she was like, I, I think it's a Dutch song. I think it's from the Netherlands. And then that's correct, right? Yeah, it's oh, a Dutch written song, then translated in English. And it translated in English. And so I'm, that, that is a prophetic song for the move of God that has started and is coming to the Netherlands. And all of the language in that song, it, that is kingdom language. And so I just, I just feel like that goes with the word that I'm supposed to preach. You know, w one of the projects that we're going to get to as soon as we can is, is with, with Awakening um, and, and kind of the Awakening Association. We want to make a global album from, um, from every nation 
And every, so there's team represent. So get ready, Wendy and team. And then we'll have a subsequent album called Just For Here called The Flying Dutchman. No, I'm just kidding. But, but where, where, where each region or, or it would be more regions or nations, like there's a song that they bring to it that they feel is prophetic for their nation, yeah? For this move of God that's, that's, that's coming, that's here, but that's going to start to start to really get momentum. And so, um, can we just go back into that song? Is that okay, everybody? I just want to go back into that song. And I, and I want us, when we sing it, I want us to sing it as a declaration over the Netherlands. Yeah? Uh, over the Netherlands. And, and, you know, we know that God's moving in all of the Europe, but this song is for the Netherlands. This song is for this Dutch-speaking Region, so we're gonna sing it in in English. Yes, I'm gonna read in Isaiah 61, and of course Jesus reframes and re-preaches this in the Gospels. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. I want you to hear the voice of our Lord in the Holy Spirit. This is the Lord speaking to us today. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. I'm going to come back to the rest of that in a moment. I want to let you know, I'm speaking, watch. I'm speaking first to those of you here who are poor. Some of you, you are, you are bankrupt. You feel bankrupt in your spirit today. Some of you, you're, you are literally like you are poor. You are scrapping by. You've lost your job or whatever state you're in, like you're, 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 you're poor. And because you are poor, that, that, um, that weight over you is a heavy weight. can even be a shameful weight sometimes because... It's what we can attach some of our dignity to. I want to tell you this, whether or not you have a job right now or whether or not you are poor right now, that has nothing to do with the dignity that the, God, that, that the Lord has given you. Poverty is a byproduct of hierarchy. And yes, we have a responsibility to work and, and things like that, but understand this, that the Lord is here with good news for you if you're poor in spirit, in soul, and in your finances, in your day-to-day life. And if that's you, watch, if you feel bankrupt in your soul, you are empty inside. 
If you're living in poverty right now, or if you are, are the, 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 the um, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't feel anything. You just don't feel. If that's you, can we be family today? Can we not worry about what other people think? Is that okay? Because I've got good news for you today. That great I am, that pre-existent one, that name above every name, he is here for you today to set you free and pull you out. Pull you out of poverty, pull you out of emptiness, pull you out of the, of the dark place you are in your soul and in your mind. If that's you, I want you to come forward right here. Because guess what? Good news is coming to you today and the gospel is going to reverse the poverty that you are in and bring you into a place of blessing, spirit, mind, body, and soul. Come on. Come on, whoever you are, I want you to come down here right now. Come down here right now. Come on, let's give my hand, family. Let me ask this. Where are we? Who, who feels bankrupt on the inside? Who, who has that emptiness on the inside? Is that okay? Just look at me right here. You? Yeah? You, sir? Who is, who is like, you're, you're in poverty right now. You've been just, you were under the weight financially. Who says that's you? Yeah? You, you, you? Sebastian, do you know the people? Raise your hands if you're under financial weight. Let me see that. You too? Yeah? yeah? Do you know most of them? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. Out of the mouth of babes, the Lord has ordained praise. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray. How many of you know the Bible says if a brother or sister is in need and you say, God bless, be well fed? We don't show the love of God just by doing that. Yeah? So we're, we're, we're going to help these people as a family. Amen? So, Sebastian, you just talked to them after, after service. Yeah? So we can meet that immediate need, but right now, whatever's going on in the soul, so some people, there's a soul issue, whatever it is, look, the Lord knows it's breaking off today in Jesus' name, okay? So, can y'all hang with me a few moments? Just a few moments, because I, I want to bring... It says to heal the brokenhearted. Who's had your heart broken recently in a relationship? Or it's just pain. Maybe it's the death of a loved one. It's, you know, it's, it's usually something associated with the people that we love the most. 
Whose who's heart's been broken? Who's, who has been feeling the pain? I want you to come up and surround these people right now. I want, I want all the brokenhearted uh, down here. Yeah, and, and everyone else, you can go ahead and, and sit down. If you want to sit down and just wait, wait upon the Lord. To to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound. Here's what I want to say about this. Where where Satan, where where the, the binding, where the prison comes is in our minds. So what happens through pain, abuse, all these things, oppression... What happens is he gets a stronghold in our mind and he gets filters in our mind and those filters, we can have a lot of shame. We can, we can instead of, uh, you know, Jesus says, uh, you know, love others as you love yourself. Some of you hate yourself. And the Lord wants to heal that today. And he wants you to experience his love for you. And he wants to give you your dignity back. You know, the greatest God, when we were created in his image, when he gave us the gift of free will that he knew would have horrific consequences. He knew the evil that would come from that. But the Lord would rather have a human family than have no family at all. And if he was going to make us as imagers and co-imagers, and co-rulers, he gave us that gift of free will. That was, that's what gives us our dignity. You have a choice to make to stay where you are or come out of it and begin to walk in the image of God that he has predestined you to walk in. And every hurtful thing that you think about yourself is a lie from the enemy. To get out of that prison, you think it's so complicated and so complex, it's actually the opposite. It's simple. It might not be a comfortable process, but it's simple, and it starts with a decision for the Lord. And I believe that the Lord is going to open the prison that the voice of the enemy has created in your mind. Some of you are thinking suicidal thoughts. Some of you are, 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 are deep, uh, deep depression that is a horrible thing to deal with. And thank God that we have good medicine and things that can help with that. But you know, the Lord not only wants you to just survive, He wants you to thrive. Can I have a good amen to that? He wants the joy of the Lord to be your strength. And that's what Isaiah 61 is about. That's what the gospel does. It reverses all of the brokenness and darkness and depression. And he takes your mourning and he, he turns it into rejoicing. 
He gives you beauty for your ashes. So if there is a mental stronghold, if you, if, 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 man, I, I keep hearing this self-hate. And I don't want to embarrass you or anything like that, but you know who I'm talking to. If there's a, a mental thing that causes shame and a self-loathing, it breaks the heart of Jesus. It breaks his heart. If you could only just taste how much he values you. If that's you, I want you to come forward. The Lord is opening the prison doors in your mind today. By you walking forward, you're coming out. You're coming out. Thank you. Thank you for courage. Thank you for boldness. Who else needs to be here? You know, my wife is at a terrible bout with depression uh, at different seasons in her life. The mind works just like the body does. You can have high blood pressure, you can have, or you can have things that are byproducts. Man, our social media world, what we are dealing with today, it is straight from the pit of hell, what that does to the psyche. Yeah. Now I'm gonna, I want to read where y'all are going. I want to let you know that the Lord has seen every tear that you've shed. He's heard every prayer that you've prayed. He's, he sees. A lot of times things happen to us and we question God because we say, God, where were you? Where were you, Lord? Why weren't you there to protect me? Why weren't you there to help me? But the Lord does see. And the human struggle is a struggle of pain. It's a struggle of oppression through sin. And it's what the enemy does. But he sees. And how many of you know when God, when God sees his plan of redemption and wholeness, it's a big overarching picture. And he wants to turn your wounds into wells. He wants to take the, the, the deepest place of our hurts. He wants to come in and clean those wounds. And now you have a testimony where you encounter others and they're going through the same thing or even things worse. And, just like, and they don't believe God can heal them. And just like Jesus did to doubting Thomas, Jesus said, no, Thomas, look at my wounds. Feel my wounds. That was the thing. The rest of the disciples believed. There was one disciple that was so trapped in his mind, he couldn't believe until he saw the wounds. Our wounds aren't something to forget. They're something to be redeemed.
that can be used for the glory of God. Amen? Will y'all pray with me, church? Because we're going to see God do some amazing things right here and right now. And I'm going to just ask everyone to stand up. Let's all stand up. And then I'm going to... Are y'all ready? I'm going to ask you today, can you give, not right now, but when we go, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to ask you to repeat a couple of things, yeah, for declarations. I'm going to ask you to give a shout today, a prophetic shout, even though you don't feel like shouting. I'm going to ask you to give a thank you to God, even though sometimes in our minds we don't have anything to be thankful for. You know, it's easy to praise God when everything is going our way. Boy, it's a whole nother thing to praise God where these people are at right now. But what the Lord is telling us here in Isaiah 61, that the gospel of the kingdom, the anointing of God that breaks every yoke, there's nothing that you're facing right now that is too big for the power of God. There's nothing that you're facing right now that His anointing can't crush in an instant. Now watch, there might be a process of interdependence after this. There's, this is why we need one another. But the anointing of God is here. And as you begin to praise and as you begin to thank God and as, when you, as you begin to, to, to declare a victory to God, even though you don't feel like, guess what? You're going to begin to call those things as not as though they are because it lines up with the Word and it's what the Gospel is intended to do. You've already taken the step by coming down here. So the healing, the, the Gospel of the Kingdom is here to do what the Gospel of the Kingdom does. It's to bind up the brokenhearted. It's to take those who are poor and make them blessed. It's to open every prison. You are free. You are free. You're going to actually realize it today. And you're going to walk out of that open door. Come on, Wendy, are you ready? Church, are you ready right now? I want you to repeat, repeat what I say. Say, Lord Jesus, your name is above every name and nothing is impossible with you Lord I thank you that today you've brought me good news Lord you are here to heal the brokenhearted, to raise up the poor and put them in a place of blessing to set the prisoners free to set the captives free I am no longer oppressed I am free by the gospel of Jesus Christ Lord I have my dignity that you have given me and I am ready to image you in your kingdom in Jesus' name. 
And now, I know this might not be Dutch culture, <laughs> yeah, but we're a kingdom family. So on the count of three, I'm going to ask for a prophetic, this is a shout. We're going to shout in Dutch, <laughs> okay? Remember what God told the children of Israel, Jericho? Made no sense. That shout was a prophetic shout that the Lord is bringing the walls down. Yeah. He's bringing the walls down. And when those walls came down, guess who was saved? A Gentile prostitute named Rahab. If the Lord loves a Gentile prostitute enough, actually was running the brothel in a city of the people that hated the children of God, if he loved Rahab that much and was eventually in his lineage, if he loved that girl, I love it, it's a woman, if he loved that woman that much, don't you think he loves you? To, the Lord will level cities for you for one person you and your household so on the count of three that prophetic shout all the walls of bondage are coming down in your life and we are going to leave this place today as one family in the newness of life amen and then let's go into that song and we're going to all sing that song together. Are you ready, Wendy? Okay. Are y'all ready? This is a Dutch shout. <laughs> Are y'all ready to be free? Lord, we thank you for your anointing. And on the count of three, Lord, we give you a prophetic shout. In every wall, every prison, every bondage, sin, everything will be shattered and come down, Lord. And you will take your rightful place in our hearts, souls, and minds. And Lord, we will be healed and whole in your name. Are you ready, church? Let's all do it together. One, two, three. Hey! Come on, come on, come on. There's a shout of victory. There's a shout of victory in God's camp. Depression has to go. Bondages go. You belong outside the God's camp, devil. The walls are down. Come on, let's worship. Let's worship. Let's put our hands together for God one more time. Man. You guys can go ahead, go ahead and be seated. Man, thank God for the anointing, huh? That breaks every yoke. I really feel like there's something sig significant when I went over there, Sebastian, and ever when I was right after that when I went over there, I felt like I saw um, your the the church. Uh, from like a drone, like up above. And I saw this circle 
around the church that was like like ash almost. It was like a wall was there and it just fell down and was incinerated. And I feel like there's something prophetic when we actually walk out of the building today. Like, you came in here, the enemy thought that he had you surrounded in your mind, but the Lord actually had him surrounded. Yeah, because we're, this is God's house. This is his camp. It's a holy place. And when we function as one, when we function as we and not me, not just me, it's amazing the things that he can do. Oh, man. I'm just going to read this. And then we're going to go. This is one of the few times I'm, I really want people to leave church. I, I, I really feel like there's something as they walk out of the doors. Sebastian's like, wait. <laughs> take a deep breath when you walk out of the doors today. Just take a deep breath like it's a new fresh day. It's a new day. Yeah? So look at this. Here's the rest of that verse. To console those who mourn in Zion, right? So now there's going to be a component of, of the gospel for the Jew first that we've been talking about here. See, God, God always is thinking whole. He's always thinking Jew-Gentile. He's always thinking you know, rich, poor, black, white. He's always tying everything together. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lord, right now, over this congregation and as a prophetic word, over all the, the Netherlands, I need y'all to agree with this, Okay? If you agree, you can just kind of hold, hold a hand, just something, you know, do this, you do this, do this, you know. Some of the more prophetic people can. What do they do? I see. It's like a wave offering. Hello, Lord. Okay, watch out. We, in the name of Jesus, our Messiah. We agree and prophetically declare over this congregation and we prophetically declare over the people of God in the Netherlands, Lord. Lord, that the spirit of comfort, Lord, your consolation, and of course we also attach this to your people in Israel. Lord, that you will console and you will comfort all who have been mourning, Lord. Lord, you will give them what will follow that comfort is beauty for ashes. That's what I, that's what I saw around the uh, church. It was like incinerated. Come on. Beauty for ashes. We agree in Jesus' name. The oil of joy for mourning. Lord, we declare over this house, this house will always be a place of your joy. 
for everyone who walks in and everyone who walks out. Lord, we are Celebration Church. We are celebrating you. No matter what we have going on in our lives, may this house always be a place of celebration and of joy where prodigal sons come home where the lost are found. And we declare that over the Netherlands. Lord, that this region, Lord, would be known for a place of joy, for a place of agreement and unity, as a place of generosity, as a place of more than enough. Lord, I thank you we agree. Lord, we, we receive and we walk in your garment of praise. For you have given us that instead of a spirit of heaviness. Lord, I thank you that we are trees of righteousness. You've planted us, Lord, so that just as the song says, show us your glory. Lord, as we walk in the kingdom, blessings and truth, you are glorified. And Lord, here's what we're going to see in this nation and eventually around the world. They shall rebuild the old ruins. Who's the they? Look around. They shall rebuild the old ruins. Wholeness, personal wholeness, brings missional wholeness. Freely you've received, now freely give. This is the whole thing of awakening, wholeness that we've been talking about. Guess who's going to rebuild the ancient ruins in the Netherlands? You are. <laughs> we are. Mm. They're going to raise up former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities. Oh, I love this. And the desolations of many generations. You know, I believe that we are in the age of the apocalypse. And that word apocalypse, sometimes we think of it as the very, very end, you know, because of the apocalypse of John. But that word apocalypse, it means the unveiling. It means kind of like something's covered and the, the veil or the curtain starts to be pulled up. And at first you're like, okay, what is that? That's... There's an ocean and tree, and then it keeps, and you're like, oh no, it's this. It's much bigger than that. The apocalypse is when everything that's been hidden starts to be uncovered or revealed. Yeah? Because before the Lord comes back, guess what? Everyone is going to have, we're going to return to this. It's not going to be, is there a God? It's going to be, which God? And he wants everyone to have a clear choice with the dignity that he's given them. So we have that clear choice on which side we're going to be on. How many of you know we want to be found on the right side of judgment through the grace and mercy and the blood of Jesus? Amen. And we want all who will come to be as well. That's our mission. Look at this, strangers, strangers shall stand 
and feed your flocks. We're kind of getting to the prophetic arm here in this Jew Gentile connection in Israel. The sons of the foreigners shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Look at this. You shall be named priest of the Lord. Is the priesthood in the house today? We image the Lord. That's, I got a whole other message on sin, how we've, we've, we've seen sin wrong. You know where it says all, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God? We think of uh, acts, things, badness, and of course it in- includes those things, but if you understand that, in context and where that is, of course, in the Old Testament, in the Hebraic language, what that means is we have all not imaged Yahweh perfectly and correctly. So the key to victory over sin is not like, oh, don't do it, or I shouldn't do that. It's like I'm representing God to this person. I'm his imager. And the Lord wants us to image him as best we can so people can see what his family is like. They know we're human. We're not God. We're not Jesus. But if we claim to be in his family, then we're at least loyal and sensitive to how we're representing him to others because we're his imagers. Yeah? And if we sin, we repent and get right back up because he loves us. Look, you're, you're the priesthood. They shall call you the servants of God. You shall eat the riches of the Gentiles, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, this is getting more and more to the end with this Israel revival. You know, we're going to pray for Auschwitz and the communion there in a couple of days. Look at this. Instead of your shame, you shall have double honor. And instead of confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Therefore, in their land they shall possess double. Everlasting joy shall be theirs. Our healing, watch, in this new kingdom season, it is tied in to Jews turning to Messiah so that they can be healed. It's this whole one man, what Jesus died for, what he prayed for, yeah? So what I want to do right now is I want to pray for uh, where we're going. And I'm just going to ask everybody to stand, and then I'm going to turn it back over to you, Sebastian. Yeah, so you can come on up. Come on, you all stand. Let's give God a big, big hand. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for how you met with us today. We thank you for the gospel of the kingdom that frees us. Lord, we are walking out of here in your joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And Lord, we pray right now as we freely receive, Lord, we freely give right now. And we pray. We pray for the Jewish people. How many of you have a firstborn child that's not walking with God? Raise your hand. 
my firstborn, there was a time when she wasn't walking with God. And I can remember my heart was broken and I was praying for her. And I felt the Lord, the Father say, now you know how I feel. Because when you're at holidays or you're with family and the firstborn and all the other kids, nothing's right. Nothing's right. And there's tension at the table. And the other kids can see the parents hurt. And everyone's concerned, yeah. So when I was praying for my firstborn, I'd say, Lord, I pray that my firstborn return to us and your firstborn return to you. When I pray for my bride, Carrie, who had had battles with depression, Lord, I, I, I would pray, and I, I still pray, when I pray for my firstborn for anything now, and Carrie, I say, Lord, I pray wholeness for my bride and wholeness for your bride. Yeah. So, Lord, we pray for your firstborn. And, Lord, the firstborns in this room that are far from you. And as we pray for our firstborn, Lord, we pray for your firstborn, Israel, that the ethnic Jew, that the blinders would fall off and they would return to you, Lord, and we will gladly give them their place of honor at your table, Father. Lord, we pray for the peace of the city of the King, Jerusalem, and we look forward to the day, Lord, whenever I will see you, and you'll come, and we'll be together. Everything, Lord, you're going to make everything, you're going to make everything right. And Lord, we've received in part today, we've, yes, we've received healing and wholeness and salvation, but Lord, one day it will be that in the fullest extent. And we look forward to that day. Pray for your land, Israel. Lord, we pray healing for your land, Lord, that you assigned to Abraham. And in praying for the healing of that land, we pray for the healing of our land here in the Netherlands. One day, Lord, you're going to end every form of racism and hatred and oppression and violence. The horrific things that men have done unto other men that humanity has done against one another as we have been incited and oppressed and possessed by Satan and his kingdom of wickedness. You're going to bring an end to it. And justice is going to reign. And all things are going to be restored. And God, as we end today, we pronounce doom to Satan and the principalities and powers over the Netherlands, over this region, over Israel, over the whole world. And we want to remind them, Lord, of what they did at Auschwitz 
And we want to say that because of that, the Lord will not only avenge sevenfold, but right here in Isaiah 61, verse 2, we want to proclaim that the day of Yahweh's vengeance is here. He will not only restore sevenfold, He will restore a thousandfold. For every life that you took, Satan, millions will come to know Jesus as their Messiah, Jew and Gentile. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you give you shalom. And in so doing, the Lord has set his name upon you. Now, church, go and bear that name in a worthy manner. Know that the Lord loves you. You're walking out of here with dignity and strength and joy. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Messiah, we pray. Amen and amen. Let's give God a big, big hand clap.